Welcome to episode 335 of the EFK Podcast for the week of October 17th, 2022. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from Gamers Like You. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Logan. Hey, guys. And Caroline. Yo. What's up, guys? So getting right into playlists, uh, I, I was camping last weekend. That's why there was no show, even though I wanted to do one. My wife said no, because it was our anniversary. So, you know, happy wife, happy life. Um, but I did get my Steam Deck before we left for our camping trip, so I got to play around with that while we were um, off camping. And it, it wasn't offline because I have a um, a Starlink, so I'm I'm always online. But I love the thing. I mean, I was super impressed with the. I mean, I, I've got it set to get 60 frames in pretty much every game. I'm at the the default um resolution which is like 12 something by 800 and at that screen size it looks perfect and uh i was playing bioshock remastered over 60 frames per second i was playing call of duty infinite warfare which is a pretty heavily uh graphic intense game with everything on high and getting over 60 frames per second um Pretty much every game I've I've thrown at it, I've been very pleased with the performance. And oh man, it's it's so light. I didn't expect it to be as light as it is, and and get four hours of battery life. I got four hours of battery life out of the thing gaming, and um, easy to use. I haven't had a single crash or issue. Um, I'm using my uh, my Razer earbuds with it, so the the sound is really good. But the stock sound from it, the speakers, is not not bad. But um, obviously, when I'm playing this thing, my wife's watching like one of her TV shows, and that I'm not into. And I pull this thing out, and I can sit there uh, next to her while she's watching the show, and it still counts as like, you know, we're spending time together, but we're doing our own thing, right? So, but I love it. I love it. I, I'm glad I bought it. Um, I I ultimately because I wasn't going, I was going to wait till Gen two. But I ultimately decided if there's going to be a Gen 2, I need to support what Steam is doing. So I basically purchased it just to support Steam. And uh, I'm glad I did because I, I definitely think I got my money's worth. And they're in stock now. So if you go buy one right now, they'll, they'll ship it right away. Right. Yeah. Like a, now you see what I mean by the, for what they for what they managed to pull off is pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, like the the um uh, i'm 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 like this far from moving back to linux for gaming um the, there's been a lot of of chatter about destiny uh uh getting you know getting stadius linux port or whatever so if 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 bungie does that then yeah <laughs> it's a no-brainer you know what i mean yeah yeah um but uh, yeah, and, and like for Steam Deck too, yeah, th there's one in the works. But you know, who knows at what stage that they're in? And they could just be at planning stage. They have no, you know, we don't have any idea of whatever technology that AMD will have for for the next APU for this thing. So I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. And um, yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, my only complaint is that the uh, buttons are not backlit. Um, yeah, because that would make it so much easier in the dark. Mm -hmm. uh, and LEDs don't really use that much power, so uh, maybe yeah. for the next version they can they can backlight it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, the studio down here, studio slash LAN uh, room, is uh, being reconfigured. I've got 
I've got new desks. I've got a new PC I'm putting together behind me on my workbench. You can kind of see the workbench behind me. Um, also, that's getting set up to do YouTube videos for tutorial videos. Uh, so it'll have a camera pointing down at the anti-static mat where I'm actually working on things. And uh, if I decide to do tutorial videos. But uh, yeah, the whole thing down here is getting reconfigured and it will be for quite some time. It will eventually look like the inside of a Star Destroyer. That's my goal. You know, with the flooring, the walls, and, and everything. So that's going to take some time. Yeah. And it's going to be under construction for some time. But I had to reconfigure these desks so that um, they were in the best possible position for when I start construction. And now they are. And uh, I can easily put plastic tarps over them and, and still have my work area over here while I'm working on the other side. Um, so that's why the camera angle is different. But it, the, I'm going to have to move the camera because I'm not liking the camera angle. You're going to have to move the camera or the uh, the microphone so that it's facing the camera. I don't like facing away from the camera. Yeah. It's, it's not a flattering angle. So. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it for me. Uh, Curlin, what about you? How was your week? Um, well, I, I didn't really do much gaming this week. Uh, only gaming that I did do was just trying out uh, Nobara Linux on my uh, on my laptop. Um, I, I never got the the other the other Legion Seven in, and it had been like six weeks, so I just went ahead and canceled the order and figured I'd make do with uh, the one that I have and just deal with all the Nvidia shit on the Linux side. Um, it's been going all right. Uh, I like the distro. I don't know if it's if it's smoother for me than Pop. I'm gonna have to do some some testing and and you know whip out another M2 or something and do some testing and see. But uh, outside of that, I just been um, working on music most of the week in my spare time. That's pretty much been it. That's going well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I kind of hit a, a a bit of a, a wall this morning, but. Yeah, it is what it is. It, it comes and it goes, you know. Uh, tell me about Nubara Linux. Is that a new spin? So, yeah, so so Nubara is a spin of Fedora by the Thomas Kreider, which is Glorious Eggroll. He's the guy that's been doing <laughs> uh, uh, spins of Proton that, you know, kind of have a you know, fix some of the issues that Valve hasn't made it around to yet. And uh, it, you, it typically uses a newer version of Wine. It's based off a newer version of Wine. But uh, he, he's like a, 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 a Red Hat dev and, and works at Red Hat. So uh, it's kind of like his, his hobby project. So basically what he does is he, uh, he takes baseline Fedora and adds all these gaming tweaks like the overlays and all this other kind of stuff uh, and just tweaks it out to, to where out of the box you have something to where you won't have to do a whole lot of modifications to if you're trying to game on Linux. And so far it's been working pretty well. Um, I don't, I haven't been able to tell which, uh, which distro is better for my laptop yet as far as smooth as is concerned. Um, Cause uh, like on the on the Linux side of the game with Nvidia stuff, I noticed that uh, a lot of the stutter comes from shader compilation. Um, whereas on the AMD side, it, it tends to they either uh, the ones that you download from Valve now are pretty much pre-compiled. You don't have to do a whole lot of it. 
because the Steam Deck uses the same the same architecture, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, other it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good spin. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm going to do some tests between this and Pop and see which one that I that I stick with for this particular laptop. But other than that, you're doing performance tests, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Logan, how was your week? Not bad. I uh, I busted out the Hot Wheels Unleashed racing game. <laughs> and I was messing around in that. That's actually pretty fun. Some good physics in there. Um, it's funny to go between that and uh, Forza Horizon. Um, you know, two opposite ends of on the spectrum of uh, Sim versus everything but a Sim. I had the, the Game Boy Hot Wheels game. Oh, it's good, eh? It was like, the last I really one. liked it. Yeah, it's, it's really super fun. It's super easy to jump in and jump out. So, yeah, I've just been enjoying that. Uh, what else? I've been doing Spider-Man, Miles Morales, a little bit here and there, but the story's really not doing it for me, so I'm just sort of, eh, jump in, jump out. Maybe I'll finish it. I'm not sure. Uh, same thing as what happened with They Are Billions, right? Like, it just got a bit too repetitive, uh, and I haven't been back to it since, so uh, I might be picking up something new this week we'll see all right uh it was pretty light with the news last couple weeks uh we do have a few stories overwatch 2 apparently has attracted 25 million players in 10 days i didn't even know it was released to be honest with you and i haven't played it and i haven't seen any gameplay (laughs) because i have Um, no interest but i guess i'll check it out yeah, um, I've been watching it on Twitch, and it looks exactly like the other one to me. Um, I, I don't know what you know what the gameplay improvements are. I, I haven't looked into if they've added any characters or anything, but it, it kind of looks like more of the same. Uh, what I found interesting is that uh, Overwatch One shut down, and like it, they even like removed it off of people's uh, battle battle net. Like you can't even you can't even download it anymore. Wow! And Over, Overwatch Two is free free to play now, so you don't have. To, it's not like you have to pay forty bucks to play the the new one. Oh, uh, that explains it, why it attracted twenty five million players. They they just they just stole the Overwatch One players and called them Overwatch Two players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a whole thing people have been going on about grinding because it's going to take forever to get all the new characters again if you're doing the free to play model. Because of their progression system. Like you can get, I think, 60 coins a week and it takes 300 coins to get a um, to get a skin unlock. So you're looking at literally five weeks to get one skin. That's over a month just to get one skin. So it's... Are they doing I think, the battle pass thing? They are. But I mean, it's... Uh, I haven't seen what it costs or if you can earn it. But I think someone else calculated to get all skins and all characters would take you eight years at the current rate. At the free-to-play rate. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. It's it, it, they're they're following the Call of Duty model, basically. They they want you to buy the battle pass. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. And unlock stuff. And but I'm not gonna play two games like that. It's too expensive. So I'll just stick with COD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the so that they didn't go full Diablo Immortal, <laughs> where yeah. it, it, you can 
Or was it some guy spent like 100K on the game or something and it still didn't get everything? Yeah. Hey, we That's just. right. Yikes. Yeah, couldn't be me. Yeah. Nope. Well, Steam updated their mobile app. Um, whoops, wrong screen. Yeah, that was a surprise. Uh, okay, apparently I never re reset the camera, so I can't show you. Can't show you the screen with, where, that it's on. All I get is this recursion. So, uh, yeah, I haven't had a really chance to check it out. I've been in this in the one that I have installed. I don't know if it's going to update, but uh, yeah, Valve announced uh, the availability of an update for the Steam mobile app for iPhone and Android. That includes two-factor for your Steam account, which the old one did, so that's not really a change. Store, library access, customizable notifications, and more. The old one did all that, too. Yeah. It must be just a facelift. We've, Pretty much. We've completely... It, 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 oh, God. It's more, I was going to say, it's more in line with, with the way that the Steam Deck UI is now. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It needed a facelift. It ran pretty slow and was starting to show its age. Yeah. It was due. Bayonetta voice actress calls for boycott. This according to IGN. Why is she calling for a boycott? So the voice actress for the main character through Bayonetta 1 and 2, uh, the final offer she got uh, for payment for voice acting Bayonetta 3 was $4,000. Well... Um, I'm sorry, but what country is this in? Because, I mean, usually you negotiate your employment contract before you start working. Well, no, yeah, right. So she, it, it, she's not accepted the offer, so she won't be a part of being at a three. Oh, okay. So this is what they were offering her to do it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to figure out what the hours of work are for that payment, right? Like, are we talking like, you know... Uh, 400 hours where it would work out to be like 10 bucks an hour. Are we talking like 40 hours? Can she knock it out in a week? I'd really like to know in, in, in that terms, that's what I relate to is dollars an hour. Uh, but everything I've read is talking about how disrespectful this was and maybe a bit underhanded that they wanted to get someone else in there, uh, but they couldn't go about it straight up. So, or I don't know what, but they wanted someone else to, to do it, whether that was for a lower price or what, but, it's too bad she didn't like release the entire um, employment offer. Yeah, because usually, you know, when you when when you these days when you get a job, you, you accept the job offer. They they give you a like an agreement, employment agreement that outlines what your salary is and and all that. So it'd be nice yeah. if they if she released that, unless there's some kind of legal reason why she can't. But just yeah. to see, because I'm curious. I'm curious to see like you said, what the hours were, were and what the other uh, uh, fringe benefits, if, if any. And then, because uh, I'm curious about that industry because you don't really hear too much about it. it, it yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm curious uh, about, uh, like, well, what did she make off the other games? And, like, what is her current going rate for voice acting? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like... If 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 the pay was similar to the last ones, then of course then you know it's a high chance that they're going to come back with a similar offer. You know, um, the headline that that I, I read was like they only offered me four 
$4,000, but the franchise has made four and a half million, I mean, 450 million, you know what I'm saying? And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, but that's what happens when, when you're paid to do a gig. Like, uh, so what she should have been like negotiating was like royalties or whatever, like kind of like the music industry. Or even actors, you know, actors get a yeah. percentage of the profits. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like it is, it, 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 like, Think about musicians like back in the day, you know, uh, you had like the, the main guy, the main composer, if he needed a drummer, and he couldn't play, play drums. Guess what he'll do? He'll, he'll hire a, a drummer for the gig mm-hmm. and pay them a flat rate. They play the drums for whatever tracks he has. And then the drummer goes on about his way. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm wondering if, if that was how they approached it, if that was what the, the, the setup was before and now it's you know she's trying to change the terms and and they're not going or or whatever yeah. i don't know it, it, it'll all come out it always does but i'm i'm just yeah i'm over well, it i know that the voice actors are part of the screen actors guild they're 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 sag members so they're union and but i don't know what the like you said who knows what the industry standard is right you know she could be asked you know negotiating you know out of the norm who knows but that does seem like a low ball offer yeah yeah because while actors get residuals for movies and tv i'm not sure that voice actors do i think they're contractors they're considered contractors right which was kind of what which would kind of fall back in line with what i had just described so. yeah 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 for sure i'm curious yeah. I, I i'm looking forward to hearing more about this because i'm i'm curious about how that industry works mm-hmm. and peel back the layers and have a look inside. I don't yeah. see any articles referencing the Screen Actors Guild, and I'd like to. Um, and I, you're right, I'd like to know how much they were paid for one and two. And I think she raises an interesting point as well. Uh, so for um, Comic Cons or Expos or whatever, uh, does this new voice actress get to do signing, like character signing, as Bayonetta? You know what I mean? So who's who's now recognized as the voice of Bayonetta? Or do you have to always say, well, you're Bayonetta 3, this one's 1 and 2. It'd be nice to have continuity, but yeah. I wonder why the film industry voice actors are treated so differently from the video game industry voice actors when the video game industry makes more money than the film industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's strange to me. Like, um... Who's the, the, the blonde actress that does the voice of Anna from uh, Disney's Frozen? Um, I can't remember her name. But I'm sure that she gets residuals and made a hell of a lot more money, uh, you know, voicing Anna than... Oh, Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure that she, she made a lot more money voice acting uh feature length film than than the, these video game actors are getting which is um doesn't seem right doesn't seem right when video games can make more money than feature films yeah yeah i think bayonetta one and two made just shy of a billion jesus yeah but exactly again like i don't even know if that's gross or net uh and i but like you said i'd love to know what she was paid for that yeah yeah I think it falls upon the voice actors uh, union for video games to, you know, kind of pull together and, and start setting the terms. 
Uh, I know they have in the past to get their rates up. And he had a couple of video games come out that were very poorly voiced because uh, they were on strike. I don't know if you guys remember when they were on strike, the voice actors, uh, to get better rates. But um, they just had people in the studio doing the voice acting, and it, it, you know the game suffered for it. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the thing that irks me, though, is, is like when people take to social media to try to air a company out, um it is it, like it's like okay all of this is supposed to be inside baseball like we're not supposed to know about any of this kind of stuff and i'm not going to lie like if i was a company whether it was a low ball offer or not like that would deter me from even approaching someone for work mhm you know um and, and and like granted that that there could be a good outcome for her you know for for doing this but you you also like burn bridges you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i don't it's just not something that i would have done myself and and uh it's 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 wild because you see this more and more when somebody doesn't like something the first thing they do is is run the social media so they can try to get the court of public opinion on their side and it's like i don't it's yeah yeah it, it's annoying to say the least you know what i mean it's curious though very very curious yeah. switching gears to hardware the rtx 4090 series is out it, it just the 4090 just the 4090 what's the retail yeah. on that uh 16 or 1700 bucks is one of them <laughs> yeah yeah fuck that <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good yeah <laughs> I mean, not that I'm, I was an NVIDIA fan to begin with, but still, like, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Well, I usually buy them for comparison so I can talk about them and say, yeah, I have, you know, I, I have a 3080 Ti and I have a 6950 and I can compare the two. And, you know, having purchased them myself and used them myself for, for games, I can, you know, comment with some authority on them. It's the yeah. only reason I do it. But, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm sitting out this so, next couple generations if that's where they're going with prices because it's yeah. just gotten so bad canadian yeah. dollars are 2100 for the founding edition up to uh 2760 for an aib wow yeah that's just your monopoly monies it's, it's stupid it's like so I, I did what i said i was going to do i well almost i said i was going to short the stock i didn't short the stock i just sold all my shares in nvidia completely bailed off of Team Green. I'm absolutely waiting for them to fall on their face with this now. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is, is yeah, it's a good card. It's it's absolutely beastie. It it makes ray tracing now worthwhile. So you can turn ray tracing on without um, sacrificing playability of the game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's super nice to see, but it's also like a four-slot card. Jesus. You must have support. Uh, in your case, or you're going to rip the uh, PCB right off. Wow. The wow. That's yeah. monster. Yeah. I, I, I wish I had my, my quote from a couple of years back when it, when they first introduced ray tracing with the 2000 series. And I was like, yo, you shouldn't, you shouldn't base your purchasing decision off of that because by the time it really matters, you're not going to want to use a, the, this, this yeah. generation of cars or the next one, you, it'll be the third or fourth one where it'll be worthwhile. And here we are, third yeah. generation. So, 
and with the yeah. ray tracing, it's almost like they've gone back to putting two dies on one board. Do you remember though back in the day when they you could get, you could get the double cards like with two video processors on it, mm-hmm. so you didn't have to SLI. Yeah, well, they, they went from Samsung's eight nanometer, which was a spin of their ten nanometer, down to TSMC's four, so they gained like a ton of die area. Yeah. So it, within the same die space, they were able to to cram a lot more in, you know, in order to get more done and yeah. and uh have a better uh better power efficiency on that node versus what they were getting at samsung so, but that's crazy listeners let us know if you're gonna if you plan on buying this generation this gpu generation if you are looking to upgrade and you're hard pressed to upgrade like you're still running a 900 series card or even a 1080 ti um, now would be a good time to get the previous generation at a very reasonable price you know the uh 6800 series from AMD or the uh, 3080 series from NVIDIA, you can get really good, a really good price on right now. Yeah, especially the the uh, the NVIDIA stuff because they have like they had like a year of stock, a year of 3000 series stock that they're trying to burn through, which is another reason why I think they price the 4000 series like out of this world to try to make the the last year stuff or last so. generation stuff. Sell. Yeah, it makes sense. You make it look more attractive price-wise, um, and and then on, on top of that, on top of having that stock of new stuff, you also have Ethereum, which took a dump. So, um, like you can't mine Ethereum um, on graphics cards anymore, and that was one of the one of the primary uses for the three thousand series was mining Ethereum. So you have all of those flooding the the, the used markets and stuff. So, uh, I don't know. They kind of got themselves in the pickle. So, oh, yeah. And, and keep in mind, like, just six, seven months ago, they were saying that, oh, my God, the 3000 series is so scarce. There aren't a lot of them, yada, 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 you know, basically seeding, seeding the uh, the channels uh, to keep prices high when they had a year worth of stock sitting in some warehouse somewhere. So, think about that. And it's like, these are the people that that we're dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's how you're going to play us, you know, as, as gamers. Like we're supposed we are, are your biggest customer. And, and, and that's that's how you treat us. You know, not to say that you're supposed to be our friend, but like don't intentionally do us dirty either. Mm-hmm. And that's the primary reason why I don't fuck with them and haven't for a while. So but. No, what no, what happened with the 4080 12 gigabit? It, it got unlaunched. So. It, yeah, they, they they basically pulled it, and they used the term "unlaunch." So, what what I think happened is it's a combination of number one, the price, and number two, meaning what they wanted to charge for it, and then number two, it really being what would have been like a sixty or seventy class card in previous generations. Um, like they wanted what was eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for that thing, so. If they had called it a 4070, mm-hmm. you got to think that 3070 was 500 bucks at launch. So, so that's what damn near 100% price increase at 900 bucks. Like, it, if you think the bad, the press was bad, then it really would have been would have been bad if they had put 4070 on the 12 gigabyte uh, joint. So now I'm thinking 
that they're going to try to slot this in somewhere and, and try not to adjust the price too, too much. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see how, how it plays out. But yeah, so they they pulled it. it it's not going to be launching in November like like the other of uh, 4080 is. Yeah, it was it was absolutely a an insulting launch to launch that card, call it a 4080. Uh, I don't mind the 12 uh, versus the 16 gigs. I mean, we've seen that with the 3080. But the thing that really just burns me is the fact it's a different chipset. It is not the same chip as the 4080. So right. not only do I think it's disingenuous to call it a 4080, I think it's a scam. I think you're trying to mislead, actively mislead your consumers in calling that a 4080. It's not. Yeah, it's false right. advertising. Yeah, yeah. Because like on the face of it, the 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 people like us that are in the know would know that okay that's a difference but to have it the same name with different with a slightly different nomenclature regarding the amount of ram that it has will lead you know an innocent bystander to believe that they're exactly the same that this one just had 12 gigabytes and this one just has 16 and that is absolutely not the case so um it it, it was it, it's a smart pr move on their part, but they aren't doing us any favors here. So don't don't ever don't ever uh, think that at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, this is all about their their bottom line and trying to avoid the amount of uh, ragging that they would get compressed time. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But yeah, you're right. This was they got caught, and we're gonna unlaunch it yeah <laughs> we're like uh yeah we, we, we're gonna retract we, we'll be back with this card just stay tuned mm -hmm. call it something else <laughs> well that's all the news this week on to our topic which is uh what we're streaming i uh rewatched andor originally i was like that's oh, boring it's boring it's boring but uh, i've kind of taken a different position on it now because it is I see what they're trying to do and the approach they're trying to take. Like many people got involved with the Alliance for many different reasons. Um, a lot of them, the same reasons why people get involved in revolutions here in the real world. But uh, it, it was still, it was still pretty boring and kind of Star Trek-y, but I, I don't think it was as bad as I first thought it was because I am getting a lot of detail that I've always wanted you know, uh, like the inner workings of, you know, the, the, what, what was life like for the average citizen of the empire? You know, what, what was, uh, the, you know, what was the duties of the, the lower ranks and what did they think of their supervisors? And, you know, questions like that are getting answered. Um, so I'm not as down on Andor as I was. I've actually rewatched it a, a couple times now and, and, um, finding it interesting so i hope that they keep going with it uh just just because of that it, it, the last episode wasn't so boring it, it actually things started to happen so um i have high hopes for next season if it hasn't been canceled uh, i'm re-watching kenobi uh which was, was great the first time around i'm just watching it again to pick up more details that i missed first time around uh which made me want to re-watch the star wars films so started rewatching the star wars films and uh before all that i watched the lord of the rings extended 
extended editions, which I had never seen. I'd only seen the regular uh, theatric releases, so that was interesting. And uh, really, that's been it for me for streaming, other than like old shows like Parks and Rec and uh, Big Bang and other things that you know I'll put I'll flip on right before bed. Krillin, what about you? Um, for me, it's just been some YouTube videos and a series called In the Dark. Uh, you remember I was telling you the the show about the 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 blind girl, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they have a new season out, and, and we've been slowly making our way through it. it. It has lots of twists and turns. It's it's definitely worth a watch, especially with, with, with like if you want to watch something with wifey, like yeah, it it it'll be a good watch. Yeah, she's watching uh, a show called You right now on Netflix, which is about a serial killer stalker. Not my thing, but she likes that stuff. Logan, what about you? What are you watching? Yeah, so I'm still powering through the uh, a rewatch of Star Wars Rebels. I mean, it's such a good story. I really love how it flows right from Star Wars to Clone Wars. I finished up Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Hated the ending. Um, I just feel it just jumped the shark, went off the rails. Uh, it was good enough though for most of the episodes. You get it's what you'd expect from a show like that. Uh, I'm trying to work my way through Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power. And that's hella boring. Uh, very, very, very uninteresting. And I was trying to figure out why. And I think it's just, it's it's too many people, too many storylines, too, right? Uh, you've got like eight different arcs all going. And they're, I think I'm on episode three or four. And they're just barely bringing them all together. But it's just so, I mean, I, Galabriel, I'm like, Galatriel, I'm just like I I don't care, I don't care about her at all. Yeah, I like, forgot I was I've been watching that too. And yeah, I zero I think she's interest. I, my only interest in Galadriel is that she's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> At least I find her attractive. Yeah, I I'm just like ugh. I'm not. Um, so where are we at? We're we've got the uh, the spaceman dude who talks funny. Um, Isn't that going to be Gandalf? My guess is that's going to be Gandalf. Maybe or Saruman or something like that. Yeah, but I'm like I, 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 they've not made it interesting enough for me yet to be interested in trying to figure out who who they are. So I'm like, dude, it hasn't been interesting enough for me to even mention it on the show. <laughs> I forgot that I was watching that. That's how yeah. uninteresting it's been. I feel bad though because I mean you you just rewatched the extended editions and yeah. They're some of the greatest films ever made. They're like the the fact that we were able to get an extended edition of that. It was awesome because I could not get enough of it. Every arc was good. The battles were great. It was interesting. The flow. They. It was such a good balance of every race hates every other race. Let's just get that out there. But they didn't have to go into any minutia of the details and all this other bullshit. I'm like, oh my. God, this is so lame. <laughs> so, uh, and what else? Oh, She-Hulk. I watched the season finale. And I, I have to say, the the first 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes of that season finale were fantastic. I was excited. I was like, oh my God, they're actually turning this around. They're actually making this good. And then no. <laughs> Psych. No, we're not doing that. It was... Yeah, I love that that people love this show. Like I, I saw IGN's uh, review of it. I think they gave Do it they a though? Nine. Do you think they're being a little easy on it? 
Uh, wh- whatever their reasoning, as long as they're <laughs> like, hey, we, we have our opinion. We're saying, okay, sure, good on you. It's just some mm. people like this show. Yeah, go, give her. I feel very much that it's, it's, uh, sorry, I don't feel very much. I'm, I, I'm of the mindset that it might be just more propaganda than entertainment. Mm. Like, I, I keep going back to the uh, Avengers um, Infinity Infinity War? Yeah, Infinity War uh, between uh, Scarlet Witch, um, Black Widow, and oh, I forget the Wakandan warrior general's name. Right, that scene of girl power was so organic and so natural. It was the best like... You're being sarcastic, female. right? No, I'm, I'm, I actually thought... <laughs> Because the way that it came out, Wanda comes flying out. She lands in the battle. She just starts doing things, right? All of a sudden, she's right there. It just happened. Like, they they set up, uh, and I'm going to get the names wrong. I can't remember who uh, Black Widow was fighting. Um, One of Thanos' guardsmen. God, I can't remember her name. But they had set that up uh, during the very first battle with Vision, right? That uh, Black Widow had fought her, and they exchanged some dialogue. So they already had um some uh some base to work with there right of they had history and all of a sudden like you know thankfully scarlet witch is there and then the other wakandan warriors are like hey yeah i can see absolutely how that worked there was no question of it flowed just absolutely great but then you've got the end game scene where they're trying to get the gauntlet back and it's just magically all the women appear at the same time and not just like three of them but like eight of them and I'm like, how, like, you had no construction of how they got there, right? With Scarlet Witch, you had her jumping out onto the field of battle. You saw her entering the fray. You saw where she came in and why she was in that exact moment she was. That whole other battle, I get that they're trying to say how confusing and absolutely, you know, batshit crazy it was with everyone everywhere, but they just, boom. And that's what I felt She-Hulk was, was just too contrived and too pushing this and too... God, like, I'm sorry, but I don't get the same sense. Uh, and, and I think people, it might be a spoiler. So I'm just going to stutter and stammer a bit in case people don't want to hear the next spoiler. But Daredevil, right, was in the, not only uh, the finale, but the, the episode before. And I loved the Daredevil uh, series that they did. But I don't feel that it was the same Daredevil in this show, in She-Hulk, that, that we had before. I didn't feel it was the same character essence. I'm just like, you know, you've got Daredevil doing the the walk of shame the next morning in his full Daredevil costume. I'm like, I don't think that's actually Daredevil. Like, I, and I don't mean that literally. I mean, I just can't ever see him walking down the street in broad daylight in a different city in his Daredevil uh, alter ego costume. That's just so out of character for me. And I just felt the, that that was so indicative of the entire show. So I'm, I'm going to go full spoiler now because it's just, this is how stupid it was. The end scene credit of She-Hulk is a, a, a family get-together party uh, of She-Hulk, Jen, all her friends, Matt Murdock's there. And then Banner arrives in, in science Hulk form. And Banner's like, yeah, I'd like to introduce everyone. This is my son, Scorn. And it's like, wait, what? Like, not only is like that's that's so out oh my it was just so bad like you're doing things with characters now that break 
canon. And it's it's such good canon too that they just I'm like, really? That's how you're gonna introduce this kid? Like like that? Really? Okay. That's just dumb. I think a lot of what Disney does lately, uh the critics are just too afraid to say anything negative about it. Yeah. Like I remember our discussion uh when the Scarlet Witch uh, series. Shit, I can't remember the name of it started. WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. I actually uh, enjoyed that. I thought that was yeah. pretty good. And I, I did not like the first two, oh, three yeah. episodes. It was hard. And I remember I said... It was cringe. The, yeah, the average viewer might not be able to get past these episodes. Yeah. But then it just started to leak uh, the essence of what it was trying to do. So it it went innovative. Like, it was truly an innovative series in terms of what they were doing and how they were bringing this character and this uh, situation they were in to life. And I thought that from an innovation perspective, it was amazing, like absolutely batshit insane amazing. I didn't like it. And to go back and try to watch it would be a slog. But I feel that you do get enough of a payoff at the end when you are trying to be like, what is going on here? What is this? And then you're like, oh, wait a second. Oh, well, this is interesting now. With She-Hulk, like, there was no storyline. There was no arc. There's no character redemption. It's the same old, same old every time. Um, I watched uh, The Critical Drinker, uh, his take on it. I really like the way he thinks about things, um, probably because he thinks the same way I do, and it's just that whole psychological thing where if people say things that you agree with, you just like it more. But yeah, <laughs> he completely deconstructed it. But I'm going to go all the way back to what I said at the very beginning. Like for people that like this show, good on you. No, like I'm not poo-pooing what you like. It's great that you like things that I don't, I don't care. But in my opinion, this show is just absolute ass. 100% <laughs> shite. Start calling you the honest critic. Oh, it's just, yeah, so bad. Well, that wraps it up for this week. So we're coming up on an hour here. Uh, just quick community news. We got a new sponsor um, and our only sponsor, our primary sponsor, Singular Tech Pro. Uh, they're going to be sponsoring us by redesigning our website. We're way long overdue for a, uh, a website facelift. So um, the FK Podcast has contracted them to... Uh, basically manage and and publish the uh, website and full disclosure i own singular tech pro <laughs> it's my company um but it's uh my company sponsoring the podcast so uh, that's a way for me to write off the, the expenses of the hosting and etc yeah uh we don't closely monitor twitter anymore if you want to talk to us about games interact with us join our discord you can find the afk podcast at the afkpodcast.net there you will find links to our twitch stream youtube uh, we don't have a youtube yet and discord join our discord for more pc gaming and hardware discussion so for me for curlin and for logan thanks for being here thanks jerry got jerry gamer in the chat room um at our new time thanks for being here and we will see you all next weekend peace, peace.